Ayutero Sor, Bato Kaligor, Natravane Bato Kalyanan. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to Small Worlds Podcast. My name is Corey Flanagan. My name is Leanne Davidson. Talking fast. Sorry, I'm supposed to enunciate, not mumble, as my friends and family have spoken to me about. Or just get the words right. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> um, welcome to our continuing... Everest edition. Serial edition of um, Trekking to Everest Base Camp. Woo! Think, listen to how energetic we are today. Yeah, we're actually feeling pretty good. It's actually day seven. Uh, this podcast is going to be days six and seven because we had an acclimation day to day. Hence um, the energy. Feeling pretty good overall. Um, but I'd like to just start out because every once in a while you have a travel experience involving a toilet and I had one of those yesterday morning. It's about 7 a.m. I am pretty used to using these eastern toilets but (laughs) I had a humbling experience on one where I kind of just had, I was tired, I had a little bit of a brain fart in there but I had to go and I couldn't figure out where to position my pants was the issue (laughs) he means one of these hole in the ground kind of toilets the squat toilets so the the proper way to do this is to pull your pants down just above the knees and squat because then you're not worrying about getting wherever your your number one or your number two all over your pants which all women will tell you that is how we have to pee when we're in the nature just just common sense stuff here and i know this i've done this plenty of times but i I just was off of it so i went I went and disrobed completely. <laughs> he took his pants off and hung them up. <laughs> Mind you, it is chilly. It's maybe 5 degrees Celsius, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. Windy. It is not the most welcoming of bathrooms. It's pretty much just a cement floor with some flimsy walls. And, and some suspicious water on and, the ground. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not sure it, what it is. It was definitely my pee splatter from earlier. but um, So me and Bishal, who spoke um, about acclimation... If me and him are just having a nice little conversation, next thing you know, Corey comes up to us and is like, hey, Pichel, you know when you go for a shit, what do you do with your pants? Take them off? <laughs> so sure of himself? And just, wanted be- to, just wanted to double check my process. Pichel and I just kind of look at each other and burst out laughing. And then it, then it occurred to me, I've done this plenty of times, I don't know what happened that morning, guys, but you know what? We survived. You didn't I, shit on yourself or your pants? The good news was, it had been over 24 hours since my last shit, so let's just be uh, happy about that. And I'm going to give myself a round of applause because good shitting job. on this journey has not been the most consistent thing. Wah, wah, wah. And um, surprisingly, the town that we're in now, uh, Dingboche, is a... We've got a in-room... Western toilet. En suite, baby. En suite toilet. I mean, we are living, guys. This we have is... to flush it ourselves with a bucket of water, but that's okay. Yeah, no, but it's it's in here. Um, we're drinking a lot of water, so I've been getting up three or four times a night to pee, which is good news, I think, mm-hmm. even though it disrupts my sleep a little bit. But uh, yeah, just wanted to bring you guys into a little bit of what's going on on the bathroom front because I think that's not talked about enough on these types of things. Tune in next time for the Pooh Chronicles (laughs) with Corey in the end. (laughs) Anyway, yesterday we woke up in uh, Forze, which was... Forze. Yeah, which was a pretty cool little town. Um, We had a unique experience because I would say that 80 to 90% of the tracking companies 
go to um, these two other towns that we do not know the name of because we didn't go there. Um, and sometimes we forget anyway. Yeah, and there's a lot of new names and stuff coming into our world, so we apologize if we're not being as detailed as you might like. But we went up there, and it was a, uh, it, it was we were the only ones in that town. Nah, I mean I saw like a good like four people leave the next day, people. but you know when we, we were, were the there, only there was ones no in our hotel. I'll say that we had a really nice, quaint, quiet dinner with our with our hosts, and it was delicious. Was this not the best dalbat that oh we've had? Oh my god, it was amazing! And that lady, she made. I always ask for everything spicy, mm-hmm. and she made me these chilies, chili and garlic crushed up together. Wow. If you guys like spicy, just ask for the chili. You have to continue to ask for it. Ask everybody that's involved <laughs> in the process because that's what Leanne does. We're not that well liked, but we're getting the fucking chili. But you know what? When I ask once really nicely, everyone just laughs and ignores me and then I have to ask twice. And sometimes that gets through. And then the third time I'm like, my dinner's cold. I still want some chili. Just say no if you don't have it. Okay. Just be <laughs> open to eating your meal without chili and you'll be fine. Um, Never. So yeah, we woke up, had the poo sitch, and um, we were in Forche, and then we started out on a really nice day of hiking. It wasn't as blue sky as day five, but um, there were some high clouds, and it was a pretty nice, easy, gradual hike, I felt. I Mm -hmm. think it ended up being right around 10 kilometers, and after about seven of that, um, you get to your lunch spot, and it was a nice lunch spot. Yeah. And then um, only three more kilometers to go until you get to Dingbuche. Yeah, and the terrain again um, started changing. So it's definitely more rocky and snowy, snowy mountains, more rocks. We weren't um, in the snow. We were kind of surprised because we're getting up. We're now up above um, 4,000 meters, um, definitely above 14,000 feet. I did see four flakes fall. Four flakes fall, four flakes fall. And Corey did not believe me. I saw one flake fall. But guess um, what happened this morning on day seven, everybody? It snowed. We overnight. woke up to an inch of snow. It was a winter wonderland out it there. It was as excitable as a powder day on a ski mountain. It did. It was as exciting to me as the sunny day that we had um, earlier in this. And I I don't know why. I was just so excited to see the snow. It's like what the Himalayas were supposed to look like finally. Mm. Yeah, so we got to Dungbache. And like we said earlier, it's our acclimation day, so we're here for two nights. So we really get to settle in, you know? Yeah. Uh, comfy beds, like we said, western toilet, and delicious food. Um, you do have to start paying for Wi-Fi, etc., etc., and charging ports and stuff. Prices are definitely going up. We mm-hmm. just dropped 350 to charge our um, our charging bank. For an hour, we'll see how much we get out of that. But Which I don't think <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have much over the next couple of days. And the big thing is, we just want to keep Leanne's phone going so that um, we can keep these fire photos. Yeah, coming. she's got, she's been doing really well with some photos. But um, yeah, so woke up today to some snow. It was an acclimation day, so our guide and porter took us on a lovely little hike where uh, they got lost. To be quite frank. To be fair, it was snowy. You couldn't see any tracks. It was cloudy. It was like a whiteout. It was just white on the ground, white in the sky. Couldn't see shit. But we had a sneaky little request that we wanted to use some of our special camera equipment. So we went to the opposite side of where most people were going. And um, so we 
decided, well, like they said, they got lost. So we ended up hiking up the side of the mountain. Literally walking up a very steep grade, um, not taking any sort of trail, a lot of slipping, a lot of sliding. Lots of wet feet. Good time, nonetheless. Ended up going up about um, 400 meters, just over 400 meters. And we got up there. We found a base camp for another mountain that's nearby that we didn't even expect to see. We should know the name of it, but, you know, Again. (laughs) But uh, what was really cool is we got past that base camp and then uh, came upon a little alpine lake. And right as we got there... The clouds started to clear a little bit, huh? and we were able to use some of our camera special camera, special equipment. camera equipment, which was really fantastic. It's actually so. prohibited in the park, but you know we're rebels, so yeah. Also, we it, this is debatable as well, but our guides insisted it was a snow leopard paw print. Debatable, might have been a cat or a dog. It was a pretty small print. But it did look like something in a cat family. We're going to go with it just because we are on the David Attenborough tour. Because then we can knock another one off. Yeah. So, Matt Palomar, you know. Yeah. You know we're talking to you. Yeah, for sure. So um, so that was pretty fun. Um, got back from that right around noon. Um, had the afternoon to kill. And when you are in Dengbuche to go kill some time, there's a couple of cafes. There is the French Bakery. No heat. But a daily movie. At 2 p.m. Looked like some really good pastries. Had a nice cup of tea there. Wasn't expensive. It was actually very reasonably priced. Um, But then we went to a place yesterday called Cafe 4410. It's new, guys. We actually went there yesterday and today. What you'll realize on this trek is the hotels and stuff, they only do their fire burner, a.k.a. the heating, at nighttime. Can we just pause on that for a second? Because I realized yesterday that they aren't burning wood. They are burning yak dung. Yeah, and you can't smell anything. It doesn't smell. It works really well. It is, I mean... Say something that rhymes, man. I, I wasn't even going that direction. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, so impressed <laughs> with this. I just, I'm just like, this yak dung, it is just eco-friendly. They've got yaks everywhere, so they're not having to like haul wood because we are definitely above the tree line. It is this brilliant thing, and I discovered this yesterday. Revolutionary. So pleased to hear about that. But back to it, the cafe that I was speaking about, they, they have the fire burning in the daytime. So you get back, and you're cold, and you're wet, and all you want to do is be in somewhere warm. Yeah. You go to this cafe. Because everyone's there. They have games. It's pretty pricey, I'm not going to lie. Um, I mean, it's pricey for Nepal. Yeah. It's pricey. I mean, it's probably like, how much do you spend on a coffee? Like, for 450 It's roughly Western prices. But, I mean, yeah. you're still getting a but, cup of tea for two to three bucks. And I got a matcha green tea smoothie today. Yeah. Someone <laughs> who's sitting here just freezing and complaining about the cold all the time gets a cold smoothie. So. But that yak, that yak dung fire was burning and I got pretty warm. And they also showed a movie, the Sherpa movie, which was very humbling and very uh, educational. Cool documentary, guys. If you can there. find the Sherpa documentary from um, the incident on Everest in 2014, definitely high re- highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, and so... Just a little bit about our accommodations on the way up. I mean, it's been pretty comfortable. It's definitely getting cooler, uh, hence the snow. Um, We are just huddled up in our sleeping bag and got a nice heavy blanket that the accommodation provides put over us. So we're not too bad, but we're sleeping in layers. We're fully Mm -hmm. layered up in socks and everything. And uh, so that's something that I would definitely prepare for. And... Keeping up with your clothes. Today, because of the snow, we had wet shoes, wet feet, mm-hmm. and we're just trying to get things dried out. Yeah, we, we're, again, we're not very prepared, so we didn't have hiking boots. 
But then everyone told us it would be okay not to have them, but obviously it's luck of the draw with the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, Corey left his underlayers out last night, not thinking it was going to snow, and then woke up with them covered in snow. But they've actually dried out pretty well. You know, usually when that snow's coming, my knee starts hurting, and I was in great shape knee-wise last night, so I can't explain that one. Maybe it just has to do with the Himalayas. Are you being like Karen off Mean Girls when she's like, my breast can tell when it's going to rain? I'm not going to claim knee. to have watched that. Yeah, um, you did. He watched it the other night, everyone. Anywho. Um, <laughs> that is days six and seven for you guys. Um, tomorrow we've got what looks to be a pretty decent hike of about 12K. And after tomorrow, we Space Camp. Make it. Getting pretty excited. We're still feeling good. Altitude is real. We get a little minor headaches here and there, but we're just hydrating. Keep on eating that dog bot. Yeah, everyone keeps telling us we're going to get altitude anorexia. Not going to happen, I don't think. Guys, we got appetites. We're hungry all the time. (laughs) And uh, just enjoying it. And the scenery is just unbelievable. I think if we had blue sky days, we would be just in that much better shape. But Mm -hmm. when those clouds clear, we soak it up. So... Hopefully you guys are enjoying this like we are, and uh, we'll check back in tomorrow.